What's up, everybody? We are back. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by the Cinematic Real. Yes, no more real talk. The Cinematic Real. Um, yeah, that was that. I, I was telling the guys before I started that this intro may have been difficult, but it was actually I got it on the first first crack. So kudos. But yeah, but yeah, welcome to this brand new Real Chronicles, brought to you by the Cinematic I'm your host, David. I'm joined with the guys today, Mr. Jack Renault, Mr. Hunter Friesen. How you doing, fellas? Uh, doing great. I I saw the gears turning in your head right when you about introduced it to make to make sure you got it right. I was like, he's he's on like laser focused right now to make sure. Usually the introduction is just like ah, just start saying it. It'll come right out. Be like, no, today you're going all in on it. Yeah, this time let's see how I do next week. But this is gonna take some getting used to. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, glad to have you guys back here today. This week will be fun, very very fun because we're having our first draft of the year as we look at some of the best of the Sundance Film Festival. Along with that, Hunter and I will be going through some of the movies that we saw at Sundance this year, which uh, I joked with him off the line. It, I, I started the weekend saying after day two, I'm like, oh, this could be one of the best ones I've yet. And then I have a lot of different thoughts as we begin to run through the uh, the rest of the films that we saw during the week. But um, mm-hmm. before we get into that, there's only one piece of news that I want to get into. Just a l- small bit of news uh the academy award nominations were announced on mm-hmm. tuesday and as expected a lot of shit happened um shout out to hunter for correcting me on my bad math skills i did not go 89 for one or for 100 i went uh 79 uh <laughs> i that's what i'm paid to do that's what uh that's what happens when you're counting in office while working after when arguing with everyone about certain nominations but um mm. but yeah it was interesting to say the least i'm thinking um let's not run through all the categories but obviously we can highlight some interesting stuff i did want to shout out best animated short film my year of dicks because that was probably the moment of the nomination process <laughs> That, that, mm-hmm. that was a that was a gold derby poll for me. I saw that. that That's one of the things that like I don't see the shorts when predicting them, but I kind of just like to play the name game. I'm like, what names would I imagine being heard? And that was one of them. So I was like, yeah, I'll throw that in my fifth spot. And then mm-hmm. it pulled up and I was like, yes. And also the name and ostrich told me the world is fake. And I think I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I also played. I played the name game for the doc shorts, and I went one for five. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once we once we can watch them now, we can kind of get a grip yeah. of what's going to win. I, uh, I, I'm, I might, I might do your thing now later on, where I, I'll predict the shorts, but then when I actually think about what the tallies were, I'm not, I'm going to exclude them because, like, ah, you know, I'm no, no, I'm not actually looking them up and figure out who made them, who gets in. I'm like, I just pick whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'll take, I'll take the, I'll take the quitter mindset of not doing those for prediction nominations i'm not gonna watch all of them and i watch the nominees now but uh but yeah moving on to visual effects nothing crazy here i think it kind of went as expected with all quiet avatar batman black panther and top gun maverick the only surprise to some i had 13 lives because i changed at the end from black panther because i heard i've been reading like it was 
gaining a lot of momentum with the visual effects crowd. So I went with that. I went four out of five here. But I guess the only Black Panther Wakanda Forever getting in over Doctor Strange was some folks had predicted. I guess that's the only big takeaway there. Uh, Best sound, nothing really crazy here. All Quiet, Avatar, Batman, Elvis, Top Gun, Maverick. Uh, Here comes the first uh, big surprise. Only one of us predicted it on here. We had Best Original Score. We had All Quiet on the Western from Babylon. The Banshees of Inishirin. The Fablemans and everything, everywhere, all at once. That mm-hmm. I, I, I predicted the best possible day. It, it was even better than I predicted for everything, everywhere. So that was a mm-hmm. solid nomination. And then we go to original song. Shout out to um, Hunter. Shout out to Jack. Shout out to myself because we know that they do not say no to Diane Warren. Um, <laughs> applause. Which I've still not. Have you guys heard the song? No, I nope. have not. Yeah. I just saw the name and I was like, good enough. It's 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 probably the end credit song, even even that. It's even more obscure. It's really not even in the movie, probably. I I should I shouldn't be saying this because I'm not gonna see the movie, so that's not a very nice thing to say, but it's uh, the law of the land. And then the whole hold my hand, lift me up, not to, not to, and this is a life from everything everywhere all at once. Another show strength for the film. Uh Production design, all quiet, Avatar, Wayward, uh, Babylon, Elvis, Fableman, nothing crazy there. Uh, makeup and hairstyling, don't think. Oh, oh, well, no, no Black Panther from production design. Won oh, the that's Oscar true. Last yeah. time for that. that is true. That is true. That's, that's what do you think? I guess Fableman's took it out. Elvis seemed like a sure thing here. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. What was Avatar? What was that kind of like a sure thing? I don't think I had that. Avatar is high up because Alan won the Oscar last time, even though I still am. I'm questioning what the hell is production design in that movie. If you know, because there ain't no sets, but that's a genuine question. That's not a snobbery thing. Yeah, it's it's probably a Fablins because the rest of them are pretty showy. That one's not as much Uh, makeup and hairstyling. I think this one, the only big surprise here was probably Black Panther. We had All Quiet, the Batman, Elvis, the Whale. I guess that's. The only yeah, real I didn't, even, I didn't even I didn't even write it down, so it must have been fine or whatever. Costume design, I think we all went five oh no, we probably all went four for four, four for five here. Babylon, Black Panther, Elvis, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris, and everything everywhere all at once. I did not have that. Which now no. So dare I does everything everywhere all at once have a chance to win this now? Because the costume win, win this, costume yeah. this costumes. No, it's Babylon it's or maybe Elvis. It's probably yeah, Babylon or Elvis. Has a real has a real shot. I think Elvis actually has a solid shot in a lot of these below the line categories. I, I think I think it's like I think it is maybe second in like three. Yeah, I mean it needs. I think it needs one more win to go with Austin, and I think we should be. This should be good there. Cinematography, our bur- our first what the fuck of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, all quiet of the Western Front. Bardo. Who does not get into international feature? Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar missing the front runner, Top Gun Maverick, which has dominated the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just I like that, um, I, I think that for me is like the most like glaring snub. Like there are definitely like a lot, but this was definitely one that was just baffling to me, quite frankly. Like I think Tar was honestly the biggest like blindside among all of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Bar- Bardo, Bardo had been picking up some awards. Elvis was also ki- kind of a shock. 
And then there's also just like, you could do a completely different five and it would be just as strong, I think. So it was a really mm-hmm. freaking good year for this did category. We, did we really need Deacons here, though? It's great work by Deacons. I think of all the ones that are in there, he's one of the top ones. Like, I need a nice PowerPoint presentation of a <laughs> member to like, be like, okay, this is why Elvis isn't, and this is why Top Gun isn't, because I generally don't understand. Yeah, I think... I, Straight up, don't don't can't comprehend why. Winner wise, I'm guessing it's all quiet. I made. Yeah, the, I, I, I think this is one of the ones that Elvis is like yep. second place, and I because again with the front runner yeah. missing, they kind of just. How, how, how close is that second place? We're not gonna have many winner. I had a conversation unless like BAFTA goes some other way. It got in a BAFTA for cinematography, right? Yeah, but you know this is gonna be a this is gonna be a toss up because on Oscar night because I see Top Gun winning everything until. Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of I mean, I'd second your thoughts on Elvis being number 2, especially because it would be the first female cinematographer to win the Oscar. I could easily well, that we had see that, that all season last year and that yep. didn't even come close. Yeah. So. So I mean, I get I mean, because there's no front runner, the, the, it, there's a conversation to be had, but you know, who knows. This I I, I think it's not even I think it's all quiet front runner not that close. It's my number it 1 was, too. Mm. Um, like Elvis is a second, but like by way a, by a down lot. by a good forty yard margin, we'll call that one. Uh, next up, we have film editing. I guess this is a first big dent on the Fableman's train. You have Banshees, Elvis, Everything Ever All at Once, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick. No Fableman's. Yeah, no cinematography, no editing. That's bad for Fableman's. Big yikes there. Great for Tar. I'm very happy for those. Yeah. Like to get get both Same those getting in. I'm um, very happy. Does Tar move up in your rankings now to about three, four, maybe? Yeah, because Top Gun did very well, so I still think Top Gun's three. What do you I think? Ha- it's yeah. two. Oh, Banshees? I, Banshees, I think, is number two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of in terms of paths to winning, because it's really the only one Fablens is winning right now. If it does, is directing. Which should yeah, should, but, you know. ba- should Banshees be the winner? What would it like? What do you think the awards hall would be? Because like the yeah. only thing that I can kind of see it winning at the moment is screenplay. Two Screen- unless if Colin Farrell just Farrell. has like a surge at SAG, yeah. I think that would have to be where he starts. But... Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think like you said, the hall would be two. Everything you I you can kind of get. You can think four as. Yeah. There's a scenario where Daniels wins picture director screenplay. So. I, I agree one thousand percent. I think but, people aren't taking the yeah. Daniels winning director too serious yet, and I think they should. Yeah. It's 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 original screenplays where it's, if the if they win Daniels win original yeah. screenplay, I'd kind of that original it would be that would be it. Cool movies go, you know, like the Pulp Fictions yeah. and the uh yeah. and, and they're gonna get the benefit of the WGA uh rub because they're going to win WGA because Banshees isn't there so that's Mm -hmm. a big thing too I think if they win WGA and it will go on to win BAFTA it's over for for if they they win BAFTA over Banshees that'd be huge yeah I agree Uh, documentary feature for once none of the front runners missed Uh, we had all that breeze all the beauty and the bloodshed fire of love Navalny and House made of splinters is probably the only WTF. Yeah. They they saved us this time by not having Good Night Oppie. 
and not True. even putting yeah, it on they, a short list. They got list. that one out early, so like we didn't even have to worry about that one. That was probably been the the snub. Uh, all right, uh, next up is international feature, which we're gonna we're gonna pour one out for Hunter here. Uh, thank you, thank you. All quiet on the Western Front, Argentina, nineteen eighty five. Close. My favorite donkey, Eo, and the Quiet Girl. No decision to leave. Hunter, the floor is yours. It was a good day for donkeys. I'll give it that. Every single one that could have gotten in did get in. Uh, better than expected. But yeah, no decision to leave. Uh, what the fuck? I don't get it. Same with the cinematography and the production. Give me a PowerPoint presentation. Tell me why. I need explanations right now. Uh, detailed as well. More detailed would be better because I'm at a loss. Jack, any thoughts there? Uh Again, kind of the same thing uh, as I've said for a couple other categories. There's a lot of really good uh, contenders, and it's I, I really don't know what like the whole backstory was, but why India didn't submit RRR when I think they could very well go on to win the song. I think. What do you think the race would be like had that be here? Do you think it's a do you think it's a two horse race between that and All Quiet, or do you think that would still if run away with it in picture? Because All Quiet is in picture, I don't think there's a comp. There would be competition. Mm-hmm. I you know what the thing is like I said this when it first was announced. The last film show what India selected is a very good movie. I understand what everyone's feelings are about RRR. Do I think RRR is a better movie? Probably, yeah. But it's not mm-hmm. like they they didn't pick anything that bad it's just you know yeah i yeah i guess we'll we'll never know why this happened but uh the decision to leave thing was which is interesting because that was korea's uh submission right hunter mm-hmm. so yeah. the streak remains that parasite is the only korean film ever to be nominated for an academy award yeah, that was in the past because they wouldn't select any of their good people. They would be they do the India thing where they'd select the move. Then they, they selected the wrong movie. That was always their thing. And then they finally started picking up lately. They did the right thing this year. It just didn't work out. Yeah, for, for sure. some reason. It should have been a slam dunk. But uh, but oh, good well. good list of nominees. Uh, All Quiet's going to oh, win. Yeah. And that's pretty much where we are there. Animated feature. Yeah. Uh Everything we had said, the only big surprise was the Sea Beast. Mm. Yeah, the the wrong Netflix movie. Yeah, that I that, we th- that I thought about. Um, original screenplay again, nothing too crazy. I think we all went five for five here. Uh, yeah, I went four was, for five. It was the chalk. I, I, I went after I, I went after, after Sun. Sun. Yeah, yeah, which, it was, which was really right there. Just like which I, of those? I changed After Sun on Monday morning when I was finishing on my predictions, and I put Triangle of Sadness in there in the end. Mm. Uh, which makes another nomination for After Sun coming even more of a head scratcher. Uh, adapted screenplay, All Quiet, Glass Onion, Living, Top Gun Maverick, Women Talking, um, Top Gun Maverick. Let's fucking go. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was big question mark. <laughs> that, that was probably the biggest like gasp in terms of like surprise. Not well. A- another one coming up was just more crazy, but yeah, this was the they, one that, like, this movie was a big player, but it was a category I did not expect it to show up in whatsoever. May- maybe the writers were praising, because the antagonist of Top Gun is called the enemy. Maybe they're like, well, you made a ma- movie out of the enemy being called the enemy. They're not even a country or anything, so. Um, I, I don't I don't know about that one there. When you take out She Said and other stuff for Top Gun screenplay, which deserves a lot of other nominations, obviously, but Screenplay? Really? Really? I think really? this is a show of strength of it possibly winning Best Picture, though. That's the only thing I take from No, yeah. 
I, but I they definitely. have to win that because there's no other above the line nominations. I think it's. I think at the moment, if we're thinking wins for Top Gun, it, it'll at least have. Not, it's sound and editing. Sound and editing. Yeah, and I mean, you need you need some. You need a big player. You need a big bigger was, award. Than what that. was the, the last? What but, was the last like Best Picture winner without a above the line nomination? I can't think of any that come to mind. Damn. Like no That's screenplay, no. Or you, well, you gotta you gotta be winning something because you can't. You know, yeah. you, you you know, like gravity. You need the, you need the actors win, could, on your side. You need like, gravity could win seven Oscars. Well, one with Corona, and it still wasn't even that big a contender. Dune could win six easily last year, and nobody even no one came close to it. thinking about that. Yeah. Uh, the close, honestly, and you're probably think I'm nuts for this, but the way 2018 was rolling, Bohemian Rhapsody was the last one that came kind of close. Well, it had a lead actor. Oh, it had the lead actor. You're yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So never mind. So yeah, I really can't think of anything at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think All Quiet or Women Talking win this. I think Women Talking after the Best Picture nom has this oh, oh, locked yeah. up, I think. Yeah. Especially yeah. since I think its biggest competition in the whale isn't here either. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I think a, a lot of people were predicting that before the nominations came Bre- out. Brendan Fraser took a hit on nomination morning, I think. A bit. Uh, it was able to get in Hong Chow, though, and I think that category, like the bottom two spots, which is where about I think she fell, there was definitely some slippage in that she could have been uh, cast aside. A uh, mm-hmm. supporting actress, good segue, uh, we have Angela Bassett, Hung Chow, Carrie Condon, Jamie Lee Curtis, who, listen, I, I have not, and I've stayed kind of shut on this whole thing, I've not liked the fact that a lot of film Twitter and Filmstagram has made Jamie Lee Curtis a villain this whole season. She's been one of the main reasons the movie has attained the a support it has from like older Academy voters because she's so beloved. I'm glad she got nominated. I don't care that this performance is not the greatest thing ever. I'm glad she's here. She's deserved it. I'm, I'm perfectly happy. And what makes it better is Stephanie Susan. So mm-hmm. everyone wins in the end. <laughs> That that's why I'm okay with it. If she if Stephanie Shu didn't get in, I'd be a little pissed. I'd be like, okay, guys, yeah. like this is glaringly bad. But since she got in, it's okay. Yep. We can put down the knives. Not and also, you got, like, I shouldn't be getting mad at Jamie Curtis for getting her first nomination in like you know fifty year career. It's, you know she deserves one. But yeah, I'm with you there, uh, Jack. Any thoughts? Uh, no, pretty much just the same. Yeah, I. Love Jamie Lee Curtis as an actress. Really happy she's in here. Uh, only because Stephanie Hsu got in here, too. Like, I'm with Hunter in that. Had she not get in, I would be more upset about the nomination. And then from there, everything yeah. else pretty much went according to plan. I don't think there was any real, like, glaring snub. Everything kind of made sense. Um, yeah. I think this was a SAG 5, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it was funny because this was like the first category they announced, or that and supporting actor, and mm-hmm. the score was a few later. And women talking missed both. I was like, well, that's that. They'll get screenplay, and that and and that's it. And then technically, we're still right. Screenplay and one Picture. other nomination. Yep. Technically, you know, one other one. Um, here's where the SAG five did not correlate. Best supporting actor. Uh, we have Barry Keegan for Banshees. Brendan Gleeson for Banshees. KU Kwan for everything, every all at once. Um, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. I think he's very good in Causeway. So I'm happy for him. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, this is not yeah. a. It's a nice surprise nomination. It's not a Judy Dench in, in Belfast. Mm-hmm. Like this is a good mm-hmm. nomination. I thought he's very good at it. Uh, and then I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm 
pretty fucking pissed off that Judd Hirsch mm-hmm. got in. Belfast 2.0, baby. Oh, 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 are you pissed that like a Fableman supporting actor made it in, or Judd Hirsch of like the two other ones we could have possibly? I like had. Judd Hirsch a lot as an actor, mm-hmm. but if we're gonna talk about the one scene thing, it's not <laughs> him. It's not him. Oh yeah, not him. It should definitely be Paul Dano. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this happened last year, like Hunter kind of mentioned before. Belfast 2.0. I man, just give date. Get David Lynch in here, man. Can you imagine him on the red carpet during interviews on on Oscar night? <laughs> great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all, all all jokes aside, there's no number two. This is the easiest category of the night at this at this point. Outside of visual effects, this is a slam dunk. I've already got the money down on it. Yeah, same here. But what's going to be the return on it? Uh, no. I put down a hundred bucks to win ten bucks. So like, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. But it's like, I, is Kei Kwan gonna lose? I could put a lot more down if I wanted it to. So, I gotta say, looking at my odds as opposed to what I when I placed my money because I did my monies on DraftKings like two yeah. months ago. My everything everywhere all at once bet looks so sweet right now. They're the favorite now on DraftKings, and I got them mm-hmm. at plus five hundred. So it's looking pretty good there. Uh, I I just I just pick all the ones where there's no clear number two, and I'm like, I'll take my free money. That's yeah. all I do. I was like, I'll 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 bet a couple hundred dollars, so I'll make fifty bucks, and I'll be very happy because I won't lose it because it's like Avatar and visual effects. I'm like, yeah, it's Avatar. Like, come on, baby, I'll um, take my money. I'm gonna I'm gonna save actress for a little bit. I'm just gonna run mm. through. Uh, no, that was the pretty standard. That was chalk, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, best actor, we had the big four. And Paul Mescal for After Sun. Good for him. Yay. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah hey, I, it's the better one. If there's a re- if, if the stat's broken, I'm glad it was for Paul Mescal. I think he's phenomenal in After Sun. Uh, and then director, uh, whatever, man. I got to give Triangle Copy, of Sadness another shot. <laughs> Copy, paste the original screenplay lineup, you know? Yeah. I, I'll give it another shot now that, you know, I I have to. Um yeah. The can street continues. They love those sauteurs. Sort of foreign language, but obviously Ruben Oslin made an English language movie, but, you know. All right. And then before we get to picture, do you want to just watch watch the first two-thirds of Triangle Sadness, and that's why you'll nominate for Best Director. There you go. I 100% agree. Maybe maybe something broke with the projector for them, you know, and they're like, ah, well, that was the movie then. Do you you just want to run? I'm very happy. Do you just want to run through picture before actress, or just go to actress? Ah, just do actress. All right, let's let's get to it. We're not we're not the Oscars. We're gonna end on best actor, you know, or whatever. Alrighty. So we have Kate Blanchett in Tar. Uh, Yep. Anna de Armas in Blonde. I am Hunter and myself. Yeah, I'm so happy. happy. Um, Very happy. She becomes. Correct me if I'm wrong, fellas. She becomes the first Cuban. lead actress nominee in the history of the Academy Awards and only the second Cuban to be nominated for an Oscar, the first being Andy Garcia for The Godfather Part 3. Um, Michelle Williams got in. My prediction did not go through, but it's okay. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, everything, ever all in once, and um, uh, <laughs> under it a rise burrow for two Leslie. Um, it really mm-hmm. worked. Where do we start here? <laughs> it, I gotta give her props almost for playing the game exactly she, how you know. I've I've done research on this because I'm like I've been very I'm very perplexed. I think the P 
people that were involved knew exactly what they were doing. They knew how many votes they needed to get her in. She apparently, she apparently, she had nothing to do with this at all. <laughs> it was pretty how much she paid for it. She helped pay for it. I don't even think she paid for it. Is that confirmed? Yeah, she did. Yeah, it's been talked about. Okay, because I just thought it was a uh, McCormick. Well, this this is her like t- with her friends. Like, yeah, you got fifty something actors doing it. And obviously, it's fine because Riseborough's worked with pretty much a lot of people in a lot of movies. She's in, you know, Birdman. She was in Nocturnal Animals. She was in Battle of the Sexes. Possessor. Possessor. Where it's like she is the fifth build in these big movies where she probably met a lot of people and is. Obviously, very well respected. She was in the Death of Stalin. She was in this, where it's like huge ensembles that she's a standout performer in. I think the whole Francis Fisher of it all too is a big problem, which is kind of what the they're going to investigate this on Tuesday. I hope. I don't know if you guys agree. I don't. I hope they don't take it away. Yeah, yeah. They have done this before. Because then, whoever they give it to, they're just not going to feel like it's genuine. Agreed. Like I, I, I haven't seen the movie yet. I will see it before the Oscars. You know, it is what it is. I, she, Viola Davis and Daniel Deadwater were the two snubs. What? What? I, ultimate chaos. What if they weren't even sixth place and it was like somebody else? They have to give. It Who would it have been if you had a guess? Uh, oh yeah, Margot, yeah, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> like ultimate, ultimate. Like I don't think that's actually. I think it would probably been Deadweiler. But like, what if that's like the chaos? So like, okay, we're resetting the nomination. Everyone starts jumping up. To Margot Robbie, and then obviously, then the world burns again. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, good for her. Movie made twenty seven thousand yeah. dollars. I, I, I think there's a little shadiness behind what happened. But hey, listen, if Weinstein that was Takes doing the shit, love, like, yeah, yeah, the shit that he was it's... doing during the, his campaigns was shady as fuck too. It is what it is. It's she. She played the lottery with math. Where yep. it's like I'm not doing the normal way. I'm gonna go as calculated and as absolutely efficient as possible to get a nomination. And I will say, I don't know if you guys would agree with this, but I do think this will never happen again. Not because of rule changes is because now, even if rules don't change, we're going to see multiple actresses try to do this and they're just going to cancel each other out. This just happened to be lightning in a bottle. She was there right time, right place, perfect campaign. And I just crowded category. It just worked out in her favor, so good for her. Yeah. It's yeah, it's also it's it's Andrea Riseborough, like I said, who's worked with a ton of people, like mm-hmm. and she's never gotten a lead role in like a you know, she's not getting a lead role in a biopic. That's not what she's gonna ever get. She's not getting these types of roles. Like Michelle Williams can't do this because she's already got five nominations. She's not an underdog, neither is Kate Blanchett. Riseborough's like an ultimate underdog where everyone was like one of the best actors working today that doesn't get her shot. So this was like everybody's groundswell of support for her that like you get this is your one shot you got to take it because you know I'm she, ain't, you. she ain't getting those big roles and it looked and people are talking about like the melissa leo like quote unquote grad this is nothing like that this reminds the closest thing and it didn't get that far and I, I i'm wondering if you guys even know about this when inland empire came out in 2006 david lynch oh. self-campaigned for Laura Dern to get nominated by sitting on lawn with a giant cow. Yeah, but it's also David Lynch. So, like, how seriously yeah. are we taking this? Uh, that's the thing. I'm it like, didn't I, go I, that I think, far. I think that's more of a stunt thing where you talk about it. and But it works. You know, we're still talking about it 16, 17 yeah. years later. So, like, hey, you know, it worked. And, and it's a great performance in Inland Empire. I'm going to give it God, a shot no, again this ever, year. 
God knows it was never even going to be 1% no close to yeah, an Oscar, no but shot. hey, why not? Like, I, I remember, I think it was Jack or someone else, when they started their Lynch journey, they're like, should I just start with, I think it was you, Jack. They're like, should I start with Inland Empire? I'm like, nah, you do not want to start That's with Inland Empire. One. That's the last one. Yeah, you got Get it out of the way, be like, all right, I'm clear skies from here on out. Everybody. You never watch another David Lynch movie you started with <laughs> Inland Empire. At least uh, the other ones have a narrative. I've, I've seen the rabbit scene, and that's the extent of it. Just because I, I saw the I saw the frame and I was like I I gotta look this up on YouTube. Like, it's, what the hell it's something. It's yeah, something. No, that's that's like, a good. It's a good short film and then a good feature film. Yeah, I, I, my big issue with Inland is not like the movie itself. It's more of like the way he shot it because he got very experimental. With well, it. it's it's shot when digital meant shit. Yeah. When, where he's like, I shot it digitally. It's like, well, in 2006, that means you shot in 480p on a crappy Walmart camera. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Like now, Roger Deakins can, can shoot digitally and it looks amazing, but like, not then, not then. That no, was not, not possible. A, not at all. But and now it, it's 4K remastered, technically, with the new I, Criterion. I'm very curious how it's going to look when I get it on Criterion next month. That's true. I will. I, I'm generally curious what does 4K of shit look like? Yeah, you know? seriously. Like, does it actually look good then at that point? I'll be. I'll let you know. Um, yeah. And finally, best picture: All Quiet in the West for Front, Avatar, Banshees, Elvis, Everything, Everyone at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick. We all went eight for eight here. And then Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. I hate Jack Renault. Um, I had Women Talking and took it out when he's tried to convince me on the whale. Um, uh, I, I had Women Talking and the whale. I did not see mm, Triangle of Sadness coming. Neither Although did I. What, what, once yeah. I saw that director nomination, I was like, all right, there, there's number nine or ten. Yeah. I, then, I had I had Babylon in there, and then Triangle Sad was my eleven. I was like, God damn it! If I if I didn't like Babylon as much as I did, I probably wouldn't have put it in there. But I'm like, whatever. I and won- then once I saw uh, Dee Dee Gardner, Jeremy Kleiner's names under the producers' credit for Women Talking, I was like, oh well, that makes sense because like they did The Big Short. I think they might have done Moonlight. So they've been up for a lot of Best Picture nominations throughout mm-hmm. the last like decade or so. I do wonder, like now the way nominations panned out. Was Babylon 11 or The Whale 11? Mm. Or was it something else? The Whale uh, did really bad, I think. But I think also, it ha- but also I think, Babylon. But I think did. it had enough to be in the conversation. I mean, yeah, it, it did nice at the actor's branch. It got in with makeup, and I'm sure it was like sixth place for screenplay. Early the Whale day. reminds me of a movie that I much prefer than The Whale. Uh, that happened last year. They got three acting nominations, and that's it. And just didn't get into Best Picture, and that was being the Ricardos. <laughs> but like that one's probably close too. Like that's the thing. That was that one. Yeah, I think was number that, 11. that was eleven. But, yeah, I think. Or, like, or no, Tick Tick Boom. I think might have been eleven. Well, it was yeah, one of those that's two. probably. Yeah, because one one Sorkin missed screenplay at the Oscars for Ricardo. That's when I was like, oh, I don't think it's getting yeah. into picture. Because like Babylon got what production design, costume design, score, which. You, you you could just write those in a year ago. Like I've had those in my year end predictions from so long ago. So it's like, well, okay, you you got that, but you were gonna get those no matter what. And then it didn't get anything else that it was supposed to. So yeah. But yeah, everything everywhere leads with eleven nominations. Uh, it hasn't been a good couple of years for movies that lead in nominations. But True. this feels like I feel like I. I it's early. We still got a couple of months to go. I I feel good. I think everything's gonna win picture. But yeah, it's if, still early. Uh, yeah, I I've 
I kind of say, yeah, everything everyone's the big winner. Net Fablements is the big loser only because its competition got better and it got a little weaker. So, like, the path to best picture is much harder for Fablements now, where it's like, you got to win Steven Spielberg and maybe something else. I mean, you can go director picture, but, like, eh, it's kind of hard when the other one's got something else. Yeah, I, I concur. It, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, look at last year. Last year we said Power the Dog, it's over. And obviously yeah. it didn't happen. But I don't think there's a coda this year. No, there's nothing. Pro- I wouldn't think anything is going to like come out of nowhere. Or like, I don't that, think. Unless, unless, yeah, unless Tar starts taking a jump, which I'd be, again, very happy for. But if you really, that'd be crazy. If you really think about it, you can look at everything as the underdog and the front runner at this point. It is the coda and the power of the dog because people are still thinking, hey, I don't think this can happen. And it could win. And, and we, we talked about preferential here. If it, this, everything is the type of movie that can win on round one ballots. And if it went on round one ballots, it doesn't matter about te- how many times it's on 10th place on someone's ballot. You know, I yeah. think, so I think, you know, I, I, we got time. We got time. Uh, mm-hmm. but if Taco wins be- best picture, that would be the bad. F- no, <laughs> no, it would be, it would be, it would be the first blockbuster since Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. To win best picture. Wow. What are you claiming? Blockbuster King speech made $500 million, baby. Uh, what are you? King speech. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. About that. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, what do you got? What do you got? I got that? nothing. I don't. <laughs> King speeches. I think I think there's a difference between 500 million though and 1.5 billion or whatever bit. Top Gun is at. But you know that that is true. That is a definition of blockbuster. There is a a. I was curious because I had mentioned off the line. I think this is this is the first year that two billion dollar movies were nominated for best picture. Um, but it's only I, if I can. I don't have the article in front of me, but I do know it's fourth all time in average box office. Did. Did Inception I, make a billion? Because Toy Story yeah. 3 in two, 2010. That's I think Inception other... was like really close. Inception made. Watch should be like 900, 950. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think it's really, like it's nah. like really close. Was, wasn't close, 830. Oh, okay. oh yeah. The, yeah, yeah, you weren't getting that much. Okay. But still. Uh, so, I, it's a, so it's the hot, fourth highest average. I'm thinking it's a little top heavy this year though yeah because top gun avatar yeah. everything everywhere elvis elvis are the big money makers for the for this after year. that i don't think any of these other movies made over 20 no. Banshees was close-ish maybe but like we were talking and triangle sadness made zero dollars which unfortunate i mean women talking could be changed and if you look at um the last two years combined from the 10 to the 20 films nominated or or nineteen? No, it was eight in two in two thousand twenty before the straight to ten. So the eighteen films that were nominated for best picture the last two years don't even hit a billion dollars combined. Wow, there might have been something going on in the world that prevented <laughs> that. There might have been, and also, yeah, I don't think. You know, I don't, even so, I don't think none no, of them would no have hit that. Land, the billion dollar grocer. Dune is the closest. I think Dune made like oh, yeah. two hundred million dollars or three hundred million. Yeah, I don't think any other movie made five bucks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, Oscars are coming soon. This should be a fun rest of the season. We have SAG, we have BAFTA, and we have WGA. Basically, Best Actors were 
the most in flux on those awards, basically. And actress, I think. I mean, if Kate Blanchett wins, like, SAG, like, Michelle Yeoh needs SAG, really. Yeah. Like, would you? Like, if every, everything everywhere will probably win ensemble, maybe Banshees, but probably not. I wouldn't think. I'm not betting on it, so. If she wins SAG, you're switching to her? No. You're still gonna say I'm I, 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 I'm I'm with Blanchett till the end now at okay. this point. I would feel I'd feel worse about it if Rio you know, wins SAG. I would be like, mm, that's not great, but you know, I think it can be fine because yeah. either way, I, I, I think it's one of the best actress wins we've had in a while. Like whichever one wins, I'm very happy for yeah. it. Yeah, like yeah. I would be. I I want Kate Blanchett to win because I love Tar in that performance. But like if Michelle Yeoh wins, I have zero complaints. I want a tie, like, you know, man. There are several. That, sure, sure. There are several categories this year that are like kind of 50-50 that I'm like, I'm really happy with whatever wins. Like animated features, another one. Like I want Pinocchio to win, but if Puss in Boots pulls it out at the end, I mean, I'll take it. Let's go. Pinocchio really didn't do well on us. Yeah, we, we didn't or... acknowledge that. Miss Score and Song, those were my yeah. those were my big heartbreaks of the day, without question. Babylon Babylon Steel feel good for Score. Yeah, almost too good though. When, yeah, when same. Talk, when talking not being there, I think it's, yeah, I would it's say from like who's the number two? Everything, like, everywhere, like, all at once. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably. But like, I, it's a, a distant yeah. second. I'd but it say. goes into I guess a conversation of if there's no real number two there. If you have a hum, if you have four number twos. In consideration, yeah. there is no number two. So it's it's where I'm like, it almost feels too easy to pick Babylon, but I'm like, what am I picking it then to beat Man, it? And I'm like, well, I, so like, it's like I, I I could see it getting upset, but I don't know by what. So I'm like, well, then I can't pick something else. Well, then. we des- we deserve Babylon, so well, you, we yeah, give us so, something. But, <laughs> yeah, it was like give me something, you know. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty, so that wraps up our discussion on the Oscars. Before we get into Sundance, uh. Jack, do you want to talk about anything that you have watched this week? Uh, only a couple things. Uh, I rewatched Fade to Black. We'll be covering that on Chop Talk here soon, so be sure to check that out. Good rewatch, you know. Uh, definitely have a lot to say about Eric as a character, as well as his psychologist who's pursuing him. Your uh, knockoff Tom Adkins, if you will. Uh I also rewatched The Banshees of Innie Sharon. Uh, that has really been growing on my ranking for 2022. I mm. found it a way more funny this time around. Uh, and I also was able to find a lot of like different plants in the, in the screenplay that paid off later uh, now that I had like known what was going to happen. So definitely a movie I think at least plays better on a rewatch. Uh, and Dave... Of course, once again, giving me the worst of the horror movies to watch. Just Van Sant's 1998 remake of Psycho. <sighs> Preach. There are, there are discussions in the video game community regarding the differentiation of a remake, a remaster, and a re-release. Yeah, what does this calling, fall under? Calling Psycho a remake, I don't even know, because it is a shot-for-shot it is like almost I don't even know because it's literally a shot for shot remake, but it's such a downgrade. The color, I think it's just weird. The music is overused and still credited as Bernard Herman, which is hilarious because it is like the same music. That's 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 a disrespect, actually. And, that and if, you, if you listen 
if you listen to the opening theme, like it just sounds like they just took like the audio track and just stacked it like five times on each other, just shifted mm. it up. It just sounds so jumbled. Uh, and let then, me like, let me ask you, Jack. Sp- yeah. Speaking on the score, what did you think of the color used to that they chose for the stripes at the beginning? Oh yeah, it felt like they were always trying to like also go for like a north by northwest, but no, it's just kind of it's just one of the things that I watched. And I was like, yeah, this just works so much better in black and white. The color just, I don't know why it was green. Even <laughs> even in, even the still, the still images I'm looking at right now, this looks yeah. like shit in terms of color. Like, it just, it just looks ugly. Like, I don't like the look of this. The, the worst part of it all, though, I think, for me, is the shower scene. Like, when the shower, like, opens, like, the thing that works so well in the originals, the, the music starting, like, right as the shower curtain gets pulled open. There's no music. It opens. She literally stands there, screams. It's like th- four seconds after the curtain opens, and then the music starts. So it's mm. so awkward there. When shot it for shot, but the one time it needs to be, it doesn't. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, Jesus. And, and then the cast. I, I, I can't really, like, they're all fine, like, in their own respective work. So, like, I'm not going to, like, hold this against them. But Vince Vaughn is Norman Bates seriously might be the most miscast character of all time from <laughs> anything that i've seen and the thing is like i feel like it could actually be like i feel like he could have made a role like that work had it not be norman bates in a re in like a remake of psycho because like when you're mm-hmm. just seeing everything shot for shot like i'm just thinking of the movie and i'm like damn i'd so much rather be watching anthony perkins right now and yeah anything anything okay, else that, no problem uh, no that was it all right cool um i do have a few things before hunter and i get into sundance um mm. saw some westerns this week uh 310 to yuma true grit uh the man who shot pretty valens hell or high water Ale- are these all, all the original ones? Wayne, uh say. no no not the the, the remake once, once once you said 310 and true grit i'm like wow. The, the new ones or the old ones? No, no. The <laughs> new I mean, ones. Once, once he said Liberty Valance, I was like, okay, probably the original. So. I've never actually seen the original True Grit. Oh. I've I've heard it's not great. It's I mean, I've heard it. Yeah, it's fine. Which um, I saw you people. Eh, whatever. Uh, uh, that that's a that's a terrible movie. I uh, saw it's terrible. Lucio Ball, Desi Arnaz, the long long trailer. Highly highly recommended for any fans of Lucy and Desi. Uh... I can't talk about it yet until March, but I saw the new Children of the Corn movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots sure. of lots to say about that when it when it comes out. Uh, I saw the Dentist one and two. Hunter's I'm like, guessing it's from the eighties. Nineteen ninety five. No, nineteen ninety six and nineteen ninety eight. Directed right, by we're getting, Brian. We're getting, as old as, we're getting as old as me then. All right. Directed by the director of Society, Brian Yuzma. Uh, uh, well, okay, now I can picture it in my head. Then I saw one of the strangest horror movies I've ever seen. The Phantom of the Opera, starring Robert Englund as the Phantom. When, when was this made, then? Yeah. 19, <laughs> 1989. Okay. So, so is it like... It, like it's the, after the musical, yeah. I'll say it's, in the, it's like a straight musical adaptation of it? No, it's a straight... Oh, okay. It's a horror movie. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's, so with the same name though. Yeah, it's so strange. Like wait, weird. so it just does it has nothing to do with the musical, it's just its own it movie. It does and it doesn't. It does and it doesn't. Like 
there's like time travel kind of and like <laughs> there's like different forms of the phantom and then like robert i marketing was brilliant because if you uh you don't have to look for it now but if you look at the poster of that movie the makeup on it looks like he, and he has the freddy krueger hat so it looks like it's freddy mm. krueger as a phantom of the opera mm. brilliant marketing just a very weird movie um and that is it and well fade to black but we're gonna talk about that on chop talk this week mm-hmm. so uh all right awesome all right so hunter and i we covered sundance this year i tried to do 30 movies i did not do 30 movies mm. having a kid i went realistic date, i went nine yeah you're a much better also, person like, than i, I am. couldn't just get as many as you so there's also that if, if i could i would have gotten like 12 or 13. so i think the way to best do this is like, how do you do you, you want... just you 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 just go through all yours because everything I've watched you've watched so like we'll hit everything for me if we just go all by right what perfect you so I'll start off with the worst of the festival for me and that was Run Rabbit Run hey look at that we share no I actually no it wasn't the worst it was close to the second worst uh, I'm actually surprised I thought well your second worst would probably be my worst I then, so. yeah I think I think we have to stay yeah. there uh so Run Rabbit Run is essentially a film and I don't know if Hunter would agree that. It's just going in circle. All it does is try to build tension, but never execute on that tension that was built. And then once a certain a certain bit of tension that was built is set up perfectly, there is no payoff to it. And we're just going back in circles and starting over again. I thought there were some very weird editing choices. You have certain a certain scene that builds to something. And then there's a cut and we transition to something that has nothing to do with the events that just took place. No correlation whatsoever. I thought Sarah Snook was good, but I think this is a movie that has been done plenty of times within the horror genre and so much better. It feels like a poor man's Babadook. I like the Babadook a lot. It feels like it was trying to be the Babadook and it it, it failed miserably. Uh, I thought it was terrible. It's absolutely it's, terrible. It, I think it is poor man's barn horror where it's like, it's like mm-hmm. 100 minutes, but it's like it's not scary. Uh, 100 minutes, so like eh, 75 to 80 minutes of it, nothing's really happening. Where you're just like, eh, you know, whatever. I mean, stuff is happening, but I just don't care. It's kind of the problem. And then it hits the 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 personal problem I have, where kid that's supposed to be creepy is just straight up annoying. So I just don't care about them anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. the next one, big disappointment. The next one, I know Hunter hated. I hated it. Uh, but and I'll let Hunter talk about it first. Uh, are we talking about B squared? Yeah, yeah. Bad behavior. Hunter, take it away. <laughs> uh, yeah, when I talked about kids being annoying, this one takes the cake because every character is annoying in this movie. It is just just supposed. To, it takes some weird turns too that I don't. I didn't get. I don't. It's just such a like trying to make bad character like characters that are like not good people interesting but at the same time they're not interesting they're just annoying and you never want to hear them speak again so yeah it, i i have i had so it was like the third movie of a day so i was so little energy to watch it i was passively watching it it was going right out of my head so i don't have much else to talk about this bad movie yeah bad uh next for me is birth rebirth i didn't really vibe with that at all uh nothing really to add just not something i i was very intrigued by the premise, but I felt the execution was lackluster, and I pretty much forgot about it as soon as it ended. Uh, this one I really had high expectations for, the pod generation. 
because yeah, the, I didn't hear good things about it, that one. It, the premise is so damn interesting, interesting, and there was a lot of aspects of it that I really did like, like the whole, the whole psychological aspect of. I guess because we just went, I just went through it with my wife. Like the whole idea of like you're carrying, you're not carrying your baby. Like this pot is carrying your baby, but the, the transition of the of the nine months, you become so attached to that specific pot and egg that you take it everywhere and not just on the female side but the like the father like you there are mm-hmm. scenes where where the father she would tell edgy for is literally taking that to work he's just taking the egg to work and you just show it kind of shows like despite the nature versus technology conversation like there's nothing that could substitute actually carrying your child and having that intimate human connection that's interesting but they don't focus on it enough. Mm. It's a lot of like we're focusing on the company. We're we're not putting focus on what they're going to these human emotions that they're going they're supposed to be going through. When it's focusing on that, it's a lot more interesting. I do think that there's potential for this to grow on a second rewatch. I guess it's more I was disappointed by it than I thought it was a bad movie per se. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see what else do I got here that you may have seen. Did you see Eileen? Hunter? No, I, I I really wanted to because I like Thomas and McKenzie a lot, and I've heard crazy things about this movie. In- Even though I didn't think it was supposed to be that crazy, but I guess it Interesting is. Interesting twist. Um, I need a, I need this again. I need to watch this I, again. I I, I want to watch. It. I was yeah disappointed I wasn't able to watch it. Yeah, I went two and a half, but I think on a rewatch, I thought this would be something. Uh, mm-hmm. just make raw me. Polite society. Bummed that I didn't love it. Uh, I I just watched the trailer the other day and it comes out in like April and I was like you know I I, I might watch this it looks it looks interesting enough for I'm like this could be something so. yeah I liked it can't it, it yeah that's all I can say I thought it would be is it at least like fun ish to watch like yeah you know it's fun. okay yeah that was that was what I was like I was like the the worst movies in Sundance here were the very boring ones where I was just like ugh this one I was like well this one I would not be bored with so I at least give it points there it looks fun um let me see what else do I got here you hurt my feelings I I think that I am just not a fan of of Hofstetter <laughs> that's probably I, why I the only it was fine. I, I, yeah I haven't seen any of her directed movies I've seen The Last Duel which she wrote part of so like good on her but like i i know that's not reflective of her career at all so have you seen, i, I want to you, see it you haven't seen can you ever forgive me oh i did see that yeah and i didn't like it that much yeah that's so. kind of same tempo same tempo i okay. I, didn't, I wasn't too big on it jack have we interest you at all so far in anything <laughs> well polite society uh that's actually one of the ones that i was yeah. really looking forward to kind of same reason as hunter i was like it looks really fun so yeah. i'm sure i'll at least have a good time with it uh, we're also we've also been naming off all the not good ones. i was gonna like, say you yeah, know we, we gotta we gotta get to the good ones yeah we're, there are polite, good ones here like polite fair society warning. is definitely the one that you know i was like really it's down here and then pod generation my sister who lives in uh park city i think she actually might have gone to have seen that so oh, nice. i'll see what she thought about it but yeah i heard eh, things about it like i do yeah, think just... it's just worth a watch just to, but it's out of the middle of the ground to bad ones that's the one i would say give a shot to because mm-hmm. there are some interesting concepts there yeah. uh the deepest breath i didn't think anything whatever is that a documentary yeah the one about the okay. the free diver it sure. wasn't really too into it mm-hmm. uh theater camp not for me 
Just <laughs> well, not uh, for I, me. I, I, all right, I'll say it's not for me either because I was definitely not a theater kid. But I, when I went to our film club in Iowa, I this is the one I showed to a group, pretty close to theater camp, camp kind of energy of the the audience. They loved it. They yeah. really liked it. So, so it, it's also a pretty good movie where it, there's some things I didn't like about it, but there's some things I really liked. The ending, the last musical number, everything I actually really liked. So I, it kind of save the movie at the end there so it's a it's a it's a decent movie it's yep. decent. like if i can't you, if you like if you like theater camp musicals and stuff you'll eat this up yeah and even totally for agree. me who doesn't like that or is just not that kind of person then maybe not but i still kind of liked it so it's okay yep i'm with you 100 there's some really good there's some really good jokes there's the one joke where the kid catches the football that was one of the funniest jokes i've ever seen in a movie lately 100 percent agree with hunter that's gonna be one that i end up checking out having been in choir i didn't do theater but i was definitely like friends with a lot like theater kids so it's also like theater kid and jace yeah it's also like 85 minutes so like you're in you're out you're no problems i don't know why this is on my list but i saw aliens abducted by parent abducted my parents and now i feel kind of left out it's a a kid's movie (laughs) yeah yeah it looks like it looks like a kind of a low budget kind of charming kids movie I, yeah front based on a poster and like stuff which families you know. will love it families will love it uh sure. sometimes i think about dying uh i liked it i saw some lb I, reviews i thought it was good it was it was surprising to me i really liked daisy ridley's performance even though she probably doesn't speak until like 40 minutes yeah. into the movie which, which is which i didn't notice until she spoke i was like oh shit we're like halfway over and she just i'm still captivated it is a small movie with very, very small scope, which I kind of admired because I was waiting for like there to be some big twist or, you know, big revelation that would make this like come alive. And then it never happened. And I was like, I kind of admired that, that it wasn't trying to do anything more than what it was. Yeah, I think it's so. it's, it's a good exploration of an introvert coming out of her shell. I think that's the yeah, best it's, way to. It's, the stakes are as minimal as you could ever have in a movie, but I was still interested while watching it, so I, I give it props for that. Um, let Nick see. Next up, we have Cat Person. Did you see that, Hunter? I did. It was all right. It was all right. I, I, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it's not bad, but I kind of expected a little bit more. With so. who was involved, I expected more. Yeah, but- cringe comedy is never my thing as well, so like, I, it's not something. It has to be really good to get me, so this one was fine. I was cousin Greg. <laughs> well, you go. You you've seen Succession. I I have not, so I don't know the bar. So. Not cousin Greg level. Sure. Yeah. Okay. He's pretty creepy. But I, uh, I say based base he's not as lovable based on the clips of yes, Succession. I've not seen. He's not. Lovable. He's not. He's not fun. Cousin Greg <laughs> here in this movie. Yeah, I guess because Amelia Jones, cousin Greg. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah. I and I thought the end, the the payoff at the end didn't really work for me either. Mm-hmm. Um, next up we have I think I'm the I definitely don't think you saw this I saw Cassandro about the uh, the Mexican pro wrestler uh, fantastic absolutely loved it uh, it's going to be on Amazon in April but it does a good job of just focusing on not just me being a big pro wrestling fan a lot of American wrestling fans don't have an idea about, about Lucha Libre and like what they go through what certain like the, what the gay community went through in Mexico as a gay wrestler and they're pretty much treated as jobbers and he was the first one to come out of the shell and just be himself and break out even though he was you know 
a gay Mexican wrestler. Very good, very, very, very good movie. I'm thinking Nacho Libre is the only introduction (laughs) people have to that kind of culture. So I'm glad this movie can like start, you know, getting the right impression. Yes, absolutely. Actually, actually give you an authentic experience for this and not that. Now I think we can get to the good stuff, right? Yeah, I, I think I only have good movies left. All right. I have. Oh, talk to me is a horror movie. That uh oh the A twenty four one right man I I I saw it and I I absolutely loved it and uh, Jacob uh, League of Cinephiles member Critic Circle member he uh he had asked me what I thought and I said right away I was like I think A twenty four is gonna buy this this feels like a this feels like a better version of Bodies 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 and then the next day A twenty four has bought <laughs> talked to me so I'm glad that's gonna be released on a wide scope I think. Horror fans are going to really have a good kick out of this. It's a really fun movie. Uh, cool. And then Fairyland, I adored. Absolutely adored. It's not breaking the mold. We've seen this story told before. But Scoot McNary is incredible in this performance. He is really good. Amelia Jones, you don't get her until about halfway through. But the dynamic between her and Scoot is off the charts. I thought they were very good together. Um I mean, you can kind of guess of where the story goes at the end, but it doesn't take away from the emotional impact it leaves. I thought it was, it's one of the best of the festival for me. Uh, let me see. Infinity Pool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love. I pretty much loved I, everything about this movie. I, I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, so, I think it's a Cronenberg thing. I mean, I just... It's... Did you see the NC NC seventeen or did you see the rated R version? I saw it. I I saw the the rated R. Okay. I, I I'm imagining what what was cut is I don't know exactly. So I'm watching I'm watching this uh and I'm like okay cool, visually interesting. Then we get a uh, Mia Goth. Um, there's no other way to put this jerking off Skarsgård. Yeah. They, but the NC. Yeah, they showed it in detail, maybe. They did. The NC-17 well, like, showed it in complete detail all the way to the end, if you get what I mean. That's a good minute-long sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then I believe the orgy, the kaleidoscope orgy sequence is a little bit longer in the NC-17 version. Yeah. Uh, no, but, was, it wasn't seven minutes, what everyone's saying. I was like, it's more like four minutes. Get your stopwatches out. Get your stopwatches calibrated, people. But I think this movie will... It's very very challenging i think but i also think it's a movie that really touches on like self-exploration and finding oneself as weird as that may sound with what you see on screen it's 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 another um rich people that movie but like done way differently it's not glass onion or triangle sadness or the menu it's 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 its own thing of you know fuck rich people and it's essentially like a horror version of the white lotus yeah yeah yeah, and then uh, last thought. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I, I I liked visually and everything. Like Brandon Cronenberg, I know you know it's not really it's it's un, unavoidable at all. It's not fair to compare him to his father, but and he he's has making it, a name man. for himself. He's making a name for himself in terms of like even if you take away the Cronenberg name, he's still making these are some goddamn good movies that like his possessor in this one. It reminds me of like the Stephen King, Stephen King, Joe Hill effect. Like Joe Hill is making a name out of himself with a lot of his books. Uh, same thing here. Cronenberg has such a good eye, and Mia Goth. Oh my god, Mia yeah. Goth is 
incredible. The it's, sequ- it's 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 the Jenna Ortega is the popular choice because she's in Wednesday in the bigger movies, but Mia Goth is like the other scream queen where it's like you know. There's a not se- the big movies, but she does it. There's a sequence with a bus and her in a convertible. Yeah, that's, that you're that's probably gonna going see, off. You're gonna see that trending jack, and you're gonna be like, uh, "Man, she is frightening." Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see what else do I got here. Um, still the Michael J. Fox documentary. Um, yeah. it's. This. Did you see that, uh, Hunter? No, it's pretty damn amazing. Good. Yeah, it's. I'm a Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies of all time, so. I've kind of just always grown up with Michael J. Fox and just seeing a lot of his struggles from when he found out he had Parkinson's, which was in 1991, I believe. So he hit it for 10 years before he told anybody. Very, I'm not going to spoil too much, but there's like a very interesting discussion of how he hit it from directors and movies and they showed clips of how he hit it so essentially what he would do is anytime he had the uh, the 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 feeling to twitch on his arm he would always be carrying an object and that's how he was able to bypass like making it obvious that he wasn't that he was sick uh and by the time he got to spin city towards 2001 he couldn't really control it as much anymore and then he retired from acting after that for the most part he's been on a few things after that but it's really good it really does a good good job of bringing archival footage and blending it in with uh reenactments really solid stuff i highly recommend it apple already bought it so this will probably be i can see this being the documentary we talk about at the end of the year it's there's that, no sh- that doesn't get in the oscars yep that's about right uh there's <laughs> no sh- uh, yeah. there's no sugar yeah there's no sugar coating it he's very blunt about maybe the the humanitarian awards enough it's and it's like, not, yeah, a, not nominate. it's not even a sad movie it's very it's actually really funny uh and then my last two i wanted to talk touch on were fair play which mm-hmm. is Netflix. I think it was the big purchase so far from Netflix at $20 million. Huge. Uh, it's excellent. Like, I, I, Alden Allenreich, I mean, people forget that he, you know, he had the career before Solo. <laughs> and it's not a big one. He's It's basically one big movie on his career. That's like, you know, that, that shows off. He's so good in this. I mean, I, I think it's uh, a performance. It's everything on the performances here. I think that um, Phoebe Denver and Alden are phenomenal in this movie. And it's pretty much, you can say it's a erotic thriller, a finance thriller. It's like Wall Street meets like Fatal Attraction in a way. Kind it, of. It. I thought it was phenomenal. I thought yeah. the screenplay it, was phenomenal. Everything for me worked in this movie. It's a good first 80% of the movie. And I think it doesn't stick the landing as much as I wanted it to. And it really goes some places but i it was very confidently made for a first-time filmmaker where Mm -hmm. i was very impressed by what was going on and it also was like after a few bad movies so it really was a good uplift after a while i needed it's funny you say that because i went through a bad stretch before i got to fair play and i'm like it was like right after it was like right (laughs) after bad behavior and like run rabbit one run 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 where it's like this movie's actually got a pace to it it's actually going places like thank god i need something like this yeah five-hour energy after all that and i was very happy so yeah I, I think... I, I, i'm glad it got bought by netflix so it, it it was one of those words um produced by ryan johnson and his producing partner i was like 
Hmm. Might be a little Netflix connection there, but <laughs> it gets a good movie on Netflix. Good on them. And Phoebe on Bridgerton. So that's going to bring in. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was kind of one of those was like, oh, I wonder like this movie couldn't have been bought by anyone else. Like, so the only the only thing I mean, I understand where you're coming from on the ending. I kind of dug some aspects of the, without getting into spoilers, some aspects of the. You usually see that type of act done by the man i kind of like the rover the gender role reversal on that but that you know that we'd have to get into deep discussion on on it yeah um and then i saw i forgot to mention i saw the randall park der- directorial debut uh which oh, yeah was, which was it, was it was it was cute shortcomings it was well, there fine. you go yeah I, I heard okay things about it and then what i'll finish off on what probably would be the most talked about movie of when it finally releases, uh, Magazine Dreams, the Jonathan Majors mm-hmm. uh, taxi driver meets pumping iron meets whiplash. There's there's a path for him for worse consideration if the right person buys it and handles it. That's the, what I'm waiting on. Who's going to pick this movie up? Because it's also, if you're picking up him for a worse campaign, you're picking that up that movie. That You got to pick that movie, and that's a hard sell, too. Did you see it? I, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was my, you know, I is my favorite of the festival, but there is a lot. <laughs> like yeah, a it's, lot. I think it is my favorite. I didn't love anything this year. I didn't really too much. So, but I it was probably my favorite in terms of like his performance and what the movie was going on. Like what was going on. Like if we're looking at if there's there's a couple of ways to take this discussion, Jack. Like if you're looking at the performance, there's nothing that he does not that he does that doesn't warrant an Oscar nomination next mm-hmm. year nothing it is a brilliant performance from him mm-hmm. um do you think he would be like a lone contender or do you what do you nah, think would it. be the yeah, other yeah, this, this, this movie, movie ain't ain't yeah uh, it's yeah. also one of those like if, if it's bought by like bleaker street for an april or may release <laughs> then it's just like that's that's that it's like over. don't even try it but if it's bought by like sony pictures classics who waits on it and does their usual sony pictures classics thing Maybe it. I I still obviously way 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 too mm-hmm. out for him to be predicted, but like he'll be maybe more of the critics, the indie, the Gotham's, the independent yeah, hundred percent film, film agree. independent. He'll be doing that. That's his thing. That's his angle this year. It'll be that. It's essentially like yeah, what what Hunter said. It's who buys it. If it's SPC, cool. If it's Neon, maybe. If it's A twenty four. Maybe <laughs> there there's a possi- yeah. there's a possibility because at least a twenty four there's an audience there they'll just see it because it's a twenty four at least people see it if it's bought by like roadside attractions it's like okay nobody fucking cares yeah. then like not to be mean to roadside but that's just how it is the only other studio I could think of is but I don't think it would play here well it's Amazon but I don't think it'll play well there um, well, it's it's, Am- it's Amazon yeah though. it's I don't have faith in them anymore They're, they just got rid of Ben Affleck's Air Jordan movie and not got rid of it but they dated they for it. April which yeah, is yeah. which I'm like oh maybe 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 it's not an Oscar movie but like I thought it was going to go to Toronto and all that stuff I was ready for that but now we so, get it much earlier yeah I agree but no yeah in terms of the movie like there's un- the movie's uncomfortable there's in comparison to Taxi Driver there is a date sequence it's not at a porn theater. Nothing like that, but it is just as uncomfortable. But, 
I say, what's worse though? At least that one you get some entertainment. This one, there's no entertainment. No, you're you're. It's it's a like a six minute sequence, Jack, and you're just like from the viewer perspective, you're just oh my god, like it just could not get any worse, and it progressively gets worse for the for the date. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty bad. I think where people will lose where we'll lose people is that minor, minor, super minor spoiler. There's the ideologies of mass shootings. And that's where I yeah. think that when the conversation that's why if comes, you buy, if you buy the movie, that's the hard part. Yeah, that's where I think it breaks people. Is I'm not gonna, you know, Hunter and I aren't gonna get into too much detail on it. But when it when I'm watching the movie and it goes into that direction, I'm like, ooh, that is that is a choice for sure. Yeah. But like I said, Jonathan Majors is incredible. Like it's probably gonna. It's January, but it's probably gonna be in my top five favorite performance of the year by the year's end. That's how good he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I think he's just an Oscar nominee, just waiting to happen. So, lead role like this, that could definitely yeah. be the one. But and if and if at the worst outcome, this gets him a lead role in a bigger movie. Some you know big name director sees this and is like, damn, we need to get him for a project. You know, that's that. At least this will come from that. If anything, I agree one thousand percent. But yeah, I mean that's all I have for Sundance. It was a very interesting festival per se. Um. I did think... you not see the Starling Girl? No, I did or not. Did, did you... you like it? Okay, I saw it. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's um, usually my big Sundance hiccup where it's it's a two hour long movie where I knew everything that was going to happen, but it's still well done. So I'm like, that's eh, fine, you know. So, uh, Liza Scanlon from Little Women, who I loved in that movie, and she's great in this. So it's 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 yeah. So there you go. I beat you with one movie I I saw and you did. <laughs> ha. <laughs> But yeah, no, Sundance is over and I am done with festivals until Tribeca. This is this Ooh, is Ooh, f- Tribeca. Listen, man. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some that's, bangers this year to Tribeca. That's that's some poor man Sundance right there. I will not disrespect Tribeca. I happen to like okay. going to that film. I, at least at least you get you are home hometown there. I got my Minneapolis St. Paul Film Festival in April. And it's that's that's poor man's where it's just like we're gonna take the greatest hits of all the the fall festivals that hasn't been released yet in the Sundance and even Tribeca will take those. I do agree though with I think you had mentioned that off the line. Like you know, Tribeca doesn't really it's what the leftovers of Sundance. But yeah. sometimes you get some de- decent stuff there. Like yeah. the Ray Romano's film that finally I think got picked up at the end of last year and then the David Lynch documentary which is pretty interesting with this mm-hmm. fascination with Wizard of Oz. There's some sometimes you get some good stuff there. Yeah. Uh but yeah that's not till June. I need a break because I having a newborn and then working and then doing film festivals is a lot harder yeah, than I expected. Now it's now it's just like one movie a week now in theaters. Thank you God. Know, the Thank God. Yeah. yeah. I'll be returning for well. You got knock at the cabin this week. Yeah, and then I'll Tuesday. Be... I'd see it. Yeah. Oh wait, I forgot to ask you before we move on. How was eighty for Brady? Oh yeah, you know that. I, yeah, I saw it like two weeks ago. Now at this point, it's not even out yet, which is crazy. I don't know why they showed it that early, but yeah, it's the uh, biggest Patriots Tom Brady propaganda piece out there. Like, <laughs> honestly, it, this is this is clear. If you do not like the Patriots, it'll get banned in Miami. Buffalo, New York, and then it'll get banned in Atlanta because it covers the Falcons Super Bowl loss. So the whole the whole second half of the movie is about the twenty eight to three comeback. So that's, you know for any non Patriots fan, you're you're not liking it. But 
the, hey, the actresses, they're they're great. It's 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 super charming. It's super low key. It's ninety minutes. Rita Moreno actually like steals the show, and she's not even eighty. She's ninety one, and she's out there stealing it. So awesome. All right, Jack. It was it was it was completely fine. Take your grandparents, take your parents out. Everyone have a nice time. No one will be offended. You know, it'll be a nice Sunday afternoon. That's great. Now, Jack, is there anything that interests you from everything Hunter and I have talked about? Uh, yeah, the big five, I think, that I'm at least most anticipating. Uh, number five is Dieter Camp. Kind of like I said earlier, mm. like just kind of being around theater kids throughout my high school experience and still being friends with a couple today. Uh, that definitely is like a world that I kind of know and have a lot of fun with in a movie. Or Cassandro. I think that, uh, like you talked about, Dave, I'm really excited for the performance. And also wrestling movies. I, I'm not a huge like wrestling fan, but wrestling movies seem to be pretty good. I, I, I like a good chunk of them. Yeah. Um, Three Polite Society. I'm holding out hope for it. Looks mm. like a really, really fun movie. Uh, to the Michael Fox, or the Michael J. Yep. Fox documentary still. Yeah, that's just Back to the Future, one of my all-time favorites as well. I am also now really more looking forward to it, hearing you say that it's uh, really funny, unlike what you expected. Uh, and then number one, Magazine Dream. Yes. I mean, just <laughs> the setup of... Taxi driver meets pumping iron. That's just like a combination that makes it go ha. But I really want to see that. Play his diet, made- man. His diet, um, like I, I don't know. It's indescribable. Like him, he must have done this in Creed three back to back because <laughs> I, I think he did. He was like, I'm already doing Creed three. I'm doing all this work. I might as well get as many mm-hmm. movies out of this Seriously. as possible. You know. And also, you got that Ant Man money coming in. Where like, our Marvel's going to help pay for it as well. So you might as well, if you're going to like kill yourself, as in like just your body and make it so physically perfect, you might as well get as many movies out as you can until you can't do it anymore. For sure. Alrighty, fellas. So we're done with the Sundance recap. Now it's time for the Sundance draft, which this will be a fun one because we are going to look at the entire history of Sundance and we are going to do our first draft of the year where we will be drafting in the blockbuster. And now for Sundance, I did things a little differently. It only has to have gross $50 million. Which is domestic. still a lot. Yeah, actually, Sundance. When I when I looked it up, they said highest grossing Sundance movies. There was like a list of like twenty. I think only three of them actually counted for this. So like, <laughs> yeah. And there was and there was really only one that was like, oh, that one actually made money. <laughs> um, horror, drama, action. Which action happened to be the hardest action? one for me to yes. go? There's, there's action. Point. Yeah, I have three. Wait, I have no. Three. Wait, no, no, no. I actually don't have action listed. Yeah, I, there's I, actually I, action. Yeah, I put. Threw, yeah, he threw. It I action. threw it in right after. I totally forgot to add it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Calm now. Checking receipts. Checking receipts. Comedy. He, he did say action. Comedy. Okay, well, Oscar nominee. Documentary. And I know I'm gonna lose my documentary to Jack, so I don't even. I have it on my list, and I know it's not coming. Look, to me, so it's fine. look. There's the one documentary I don't even have it because I was like they're gonna pick it before me. So I, it's yep. either either you get your it's like the tight end position, Dave. Either you pick yeah. it first, or you just punt it to the edge. You're totally like, agree. Whatever. And um, I chose punt. So don't worry, guys. Pick your documentaries when you want. Grand jury prize winner, which was a chore. 
I must say. <laughs> yeah, there's, and, a, there's a few. And flex, um, where we can pick from any category. Oh, God, God damn it, you did that action. I didn't read that. Uh, so there's as, a third message. As usual, if you guys can type your answers in, and then at the end, just send them over, and then I'll be doing a live Instagram, not live, but an Instagram poll just to see who had the best draft, as we usually do with these drafts. Um, so we did before we jumped on, we did a randomizer, which I shared my screen because I do not like to cheat. And, uh, with the first pick comes to me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no yeah. cheating here. As usual. Yeah. And yeah. Then Jack, gets... Jack we, we could, we can say we actually didn't witness this. We'll go, we'll, we'll band together here. <laughs> Jack gets the number two pick and Hunter gets the, dare I say, could it be the best? pick in the draft yeah. because he goes back to back yeah but i, I don't know if, <laughs> if, if if i'm happy it's us three not, not that i didn't want guests to be on yeah but like if you I, know I, if, I if we had if, if i was like the fifth pick i'd be like why well, what's what's the point, at this point? <laughs> I, there's there's this isn't that deep there's enough for three people if it was like five or six people this, mm. this yeah this would be, be a really lot harder yeah. action this, would be a bloodbath <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was like, I was actually, when I was doing my game plan, I was just assuming it was us three, but I'm like, if the two other people we have maybe coming on are doing this, I'm kind of screwed then, because there's not a lot. I'd have to be really on point with the picks and get a good high draft pick. So now at least getting the last pick isn't too bad when it's three people, so that, that's fine. For sure. Alrighty. I'm still pissed. If, unless you guys, if you guys don't pick the two I was looking at, then I'd be yeah. crazy. Alright, so let's kick right. this off. Give us this. Oh, we have music now. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Oh, yeah, you got it. It's a draft, of course. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think there's only two options here. Um, I think I, I I've tried to put my 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 brain into your into both your bodies this week, and I'm like, where would they go as their number one pick? Um, I'm gonna get grand jury prize winner off the. Oh. Oh, you're picking Blood Simple then. I knew it. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Grand Jury Prize off the top first. And I'm going to go with 2014's winner. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. Damien Chazelle's Whiplash as my number yeah. one pick. Was that was that it, guys? Or that was not not, not for that category, but it was like it was somewhere on oh. oh no, for that for Grand Jury Prize, that was by good margin, that was the one. I I thought. So now some... I'm not. Now I'm not picking Grand Jury Prize for a while because I'm like, well, <laughs> the mountain. I actually, for a second, I this is me just assuming without doing the research on Whiplash. I put it in Blockbuster, and then I saw the block the, the money it made. I'm like, whoops, <laughs> well, whoops! It was like it was like forty <laughs> like million. 40, yeah. Or, yeah. So I like it was it... close. I was like, God damn! If it could have made just a little more, then why not? But it was close. Jack. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, like, you know. like like I said earlier, there were a couple picks. There's only a couple picks that I was really scared of getting stolen, and one of them did just get stolen. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to revert and go to the blockbuster category. Mm. Oh, okay. And there's yeah, like there's Hunter, that, there's, Hunter was saying there's, there's one, one movie. clear one at the top, and I figured it was gonna be a hot topic in another category, so I just get it off blockbuster. Get out. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. Yep, that was that was my other one that I knew wasn't going to come back to me. See, mm-hmm. that's why when I'm in the third pick, this is why I was pissed. I was like, now they have these two movies. You pretty much. It's funny because I'm thinking I'm like, 
for some reason, like my top two were Get Out and, and Whiplash, but if for some reason I'm yeah. like, it's horror. These guys aren't into horror as much as I do. Maybe it could actually let that slide all the way back to me. I, I, I said earlier, this one more than the Oscar and AFI draft. This is the one that I was more so plagued to win because with those, I had a lot more like passion picks that I was also like, oh, I also really like this is also a great pick. So I could just like get by there. But. Here I'm definitely playing the people's game and trying to get what they like. But I also have some of my picks too. Hunter, you yeah. are up, my friend. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, okay. Let's go. I mean, I, I know what I'm picking. I just want to make sure because would get out qualifies comedy. Would you have allowed that? No. I'm curious. It did, you know, it was the in Globe. the Golden Globe. It was in the Golden Globe category. Wait, Get Out was comedy yeah. musical? Yeah, it was comedy. Yeah. So there is official ruling on it. You okay, know? yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I, there was enough comedies where I was going to pick it, but I was like, hmm, what if, you know, if, it, not that I was worried because, like, Get Out was going to be the first or second pick, so I was like, I don't think we care. But, okay, sorry. Uh, third pick uh, in the realm of, let's go Oscar nominee or Oscar winner. Because it is, we'll go with the father. Okay. Oh yes, that's a good one. Totally forgot about the father out of here. It was one of my last editions where I was like doing all the research, and I like I think it was just a victim of it was right before the pandemic, so kind of people forgot about that Sundance. I was like, oh yeah, it was there. It was like it was there. So yeah, uh, Oscar winner obviously for Anthony Hopkins and the screenplay. So there you go. And then in oh sh- oh ooh, I almost fucked up I almost just fucked up I'll, I'm okay with this I I almost said it um all right I actually surprised I didn't just pick this thank God I got the okay uh in horror I'll go with God Hereditary damn it okay damn it I did like for a good Fuck. for a good second there I almost went with something else and then I I looked in horror I was like oh is there something there I'm like oh wait a minute wait a minute yep good good great pick i thought that i honestly that was my next okay. pick to be honest with you if 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 i actually um i was i should have picked that third i was actually on my game plan i messed up so okay it's all good it's all good i got hereditary and i got the father that's pretty decent it ain't the same see there you go I'm good start I, I i i i complain now i gotta wait another four picks here jack where are you going here oh man these next couple picks I'm kind of all about like the same like stress level about like the extent at which I want to take them I think I'm going action next just so I can get get my slim picking off the table and just go ahead and get that category out of the way uh yeah I'm not picking it because I I don't know what the hell to pick now it's the problem I don't I didn't prepare uh People could borderline consider this a horror movie, and I consulted with Letterboxd, and it did say an action <laughs> movie. I'll go with I Saw the Devil. I've never. What is that? I saw. The- oh, the Korean movie. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 That counts as action enough. Oh yeah. man. Oh man. This hereditary thing just completely screwed me. <laughs> uh, there's enough. There's enough in horror. There is yeah, a bit of a jump. I, like hereditary is the one, but there was enough. Like where I was like, eh, if I don't get it, there's something at least. All right. Uh, God damn it. I think I, I saw the devil is not even on my thing. So, which is a great pick. Actually. I should have I should have looked it up. I didn't even notice it premiered there or was playing there. I, I, I had two options for action. So I was like, I okay. need to get I need to get it early. I, I'm glad the the one I I would pick is I looked it up. It did play at Sunday. So hopefully Dave doesn't pick it. 
So I, I guess I'm gonna do this. Um, for Blockbuster, it made a hundred and three million dollars in two thousand four. I'm going with James Wan Saw. Mm, good one. Yeah. yeah. Didn't want to put it in horror because it made enough money to just throw it in there. There you go. Well, now I'm not picking Blockbuster to my last pick because, well, unless you guys take the ones I'm going to, the other, in other categories, I guess. And now in action because, like Jack said and Hunter said, there's not many options here. And this definitely counts as an action film. I am going with Quentin Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs. Sure. Yeah, counts as us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So my, okay, so now in both Blockbuster and action, I'm the only one left in those, so I don't... Unless you steal those ones in other categories, which you could, but I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I think I will go on and secure my documentary. Yeah, just take it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I, there was a couple that I was really bouncing between... I've already written uh, it down. It is Hoop Dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it. Yeah, it's why I didn't even have it written on my lineup because like I'm not picking documentary first, and if I'm not first, I ain't getting it. Yeah, now documentary is my last pick. Like I could pretty much. Yeah. I think I'm gonna get what I want there now. All right, Hunter. Okay, now I got Now I got to start thinking about movies I want and also what categories they can go in. Fuck. Okay. Um. Okay, so, okay, a very good thing I didn't pick this one earlier over Hereditary because it's still available. Um, not that it ain't great, but in, I already, no, I didn't pick drama. Okay, in drama, I will pick Manchester by the Sea. Oh, I thought, uh, wow, I didn't even, I didn't even know that was Sundance. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. my Oscar nominee. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. That was when I when I almost picked Hereditary. I was maybe a half a second away from announcing it before I like stopped myself. So I'm glad I still get it. And later on, okay. Um, okay. So this isn't the one I. Okay. Um, it's gonna be picked. Does Memento count as action? I don't think Can I so. Say, I feel like that's more that like drama. Yeah, I, 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 I was trying. I, I, I don't think it is either. I, I was thinking like if they say yes, then I'll take it, but I actually don't think so. So I'm not taking an action. Um, I will take it in flex then, a memento. Okay, flex. good pick. Okay, very good pick. I, I just wanted it no matter what. But if I could take an action, it'd be a lot better because then it'd be easy. But I will just take it in, in anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, well. Just to instill a little fear in you, Dave. Ooh. I think I'm going to go back to the documentary category for my flex here. Are you serious? Wow. Double documentary? <laughs> double dipping. This I is was, off the cuff. I was, not I was really plan. thinking about between these two, and I was like, one of them's the passion pick, and the other, I think, could get some votes. So for my flex, I'm going to throw Won't You Be My Neighbor. Wow. Mr. Right. Rogers documentary. Okay. You, you suck. Was that it? If I I have one that I know won't be taken, but that I had two. The, my top two were those two. <laughs> and cool. for it, could we have? Could that be your blockbuster pick? Because of documentary standards, that's a blockbuster documentary. You know? Did it make that? Did it make fifty million? No, God, no, no. But it made no, like no. it made like it made like twenty, which for like blockbuster, that's that's yeah. or for documentaries, that's amazing. 
you know, a billion dollars for a documentary is like amazing, and this one made a ton. All righty. So, did everyone pick horror yet, or no one picked horror? Uh, I, I, I picked I'm horror. You had hereditary I, and horror. Okay, I had hereditary. Yeah. All right. So, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Um, I want to do horror, but I think I need to. I want to do Oscar. Nobody's done comedy yet. We're very. I have a people. lot of options for comedy. That's, too. I think, I that's think also I'm that where there's yeah. Because um, there was there's there's about four or five options on your well, it drops off. So actually, I'll maybe pick it next. Drama's tough because I have two that I kind of want to go with, but I know one of them is not going to get me any votes. <laughs> um, I'll pick it then. So the one that I'm the, the I, I I'm not going to tell you which I'm. Th- gonna pick but the one i'm not gonna pick anymore was uh heart eight pta's debut oh, but that's see, that's not that getting get you any votes but that's a great movie though I yeah love i like that movie a, a lot movie. too but it wouldn't it wouldn't the only pta movie that no, wouldn't get you anything would be that one <laughs> yeah um not you right. never went to sundance after but like any other movie people recognize so i think i'm gonna go with <sighs> god damn it man this is tough uh, do I go horror? I still, I could, I could snipe Jack right now and it wouldn't feel great, but there's a movie what? that he loves. There's a movie. Oh my God. There's a movie about a guy named Earl that I think. Fuck you. Uh, hey, you could take it. No, no, I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to be mean. Uh, it's not mean to me. It's not even on my list. So I, I'd be happy actually. Jack, how would you feel if that happens right now? Upset. See, the problem <laughs> is Jack's going practical today. That's why I didn't put me and Earl and Dying Girl and Hoop Dreams on because I'm like, well, he's gonna just pick them. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not even gonna think about it. And now he's going practical, so now it could be, could have been on there. Hmm. <sighs> Hold on, this is taking longer than I than I wanted to, but this is. I know. Is where's tough. Where's the timer? Where's the timer right. here? <laughs> All right, Let's... I'll just do horror while I think about my next one. In horror, since every one of my picks that I wanted was taken, I am going with. Uh, 2000s American Psycho. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. Good, good yeah. Pick. yeah. 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 Okay. Hell yeah. Um, a movie there's, where there's the, the the elevated horror one you didn't pick. You know, there's there's one on there in horror. Oh, the yeah. witch. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not happening. I know. I saw what you picked. Saw. I was like, well, he's not. Well, I mean, that's the blockbuster. But now you saw an American Psycho. That's that's more your speed of horror than the witch. Yeah, there's a the elevated horror you took already with hereditary. Well, that's true. There was the one. There was the one. I'm. All right. Yeah. Now, all right. So now an Oscar nominee. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Richard Linklater's Boyhood. Ah. Uh, I was I was gonna be surprised if that, that fell to me again. I was gonna take it, but no. I held off on it way too long. I was like, this is definitely not gonna well, go back. You didn't hold off too long if you still got it, you know. That's true. That's true. So there's far, an Oscar nominee. Os- Oscar nominee was probably the hardest category because I'm like, there's probably a good movie out there that played Sundance that got like one nomination, and I'm just not thinking of it. And but there was enough that got decent nominations. Like Code is still out there for yeah, anyone that wants uh, it, which you know might be a reason as a best picture winner. It, we're still not picking in the fifth round. That is true. That is true. Um, get your get your facts in order, Academy. There was the Power of the Dog last year. I I prefer. No, I, don't even, don't tell me that, Jack. So you both have done horror, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I think I can sit on that. Comedy, I think I'm good. I'll knock out drama. There's so many good options here. Go on and take yeah, that's, that's mail station and Ooh, Ooh, good one. Okay, okay, good. That's good. Okay, that makes things a little easier for drama now. All my options are still on the board. I literally, I have two documentaries left. Okay, okay, so now I get my two picks. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I think I'll take it. Okay, okay. Uh, a little. I'll be the first one to take comedy off the board. You know, us cynical bastards over here, I guess. <laughs> With another very cynical and dark comedy, though, in Bruges for comedy. Nice. Would you? Nice. All right. So I already have an action. So would you have accepted that in action? Oh. If. if because it does have a shootout at the end. Which, that's what, you know, yeah. That's what I was that thinking. Is, that is something. Man, it would have been close. Yeah, it would have never made my comedy, but action was something that I had thought about. Yeah. Um, I probably would have given it just because action has so little. Yeah. I would have been a little. I would have been a little more forgiving if this was like a different festival that had more action movies. And no, but since it's Sundance, I'll allow it. I would allow it, but too late. I have it. Yep. Alrighty. Okay, comedy, and then okay, which ones do I have left? Um, blockbuster, you both took, and the two left, eh, they're not winning me anything. Documentary, <laughs> eh, they're not winning me anything. No disrespect to documentaries, but you know, if it's not hoop dreams, then I don't think it's going to be a swinger. Yeah. All right, a uh, grand jury prize winner. I don't have that left. Um, okay, I'll take a recent one, but not the most recent one. I'm gonna take Minari, actually. Uh, oh, good I, pick, good pick. Not, not code. I'm taking Minari. No, um, else, yeah. we don't like Coda here, apparently. Uh, it's fine. It's cute. I'll give you that there one. It's the go. first time I ever said it. it is, and then that is actually a legitimate way to describe it too. It is, yeah. No, I do agree. It is a cute movie. Uh, yeah, which you know, should cute movies be winning Best Picture? Maybe not. Probably not. Definitely not. My Godfather's cute. Uh. I think it's better Maybe than that. That's a disrespect. 20, that's, like that's, that's a big minutes. insult. Yeah, the wedding, yeah. The wedding would be nice. Yeah, that's uh, the, yeah, just stop there. Okay. All right, Jack, what do you the got? Brand All right, movie. I'll say I've, I've been, I was complaining about third pick. You, got, you did pretty good. I complained too early. I will say that I'm, I was being a little bitch. We'll call it that. Or so, <laughs> I have full control. Grand jury, I have full control. I'm going to go on and do co- – I'm going to take comedy as well. Okay. I will take Heathers. Oh, oh god damn it! <laughs> god damn it, Jack! Uh, that's that's god the one like, damn like, it! Like, like hoop dreams for Jack. I was like, I'm not even going to pick Heathers because I know Dave's going to pick us. So like, it's off. I'm not even it. on the scouting it. <laughs> uh, I thought that was the safest one for me, man. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was one. I was like, okay, my other two are fine. Oh, like, God damn it! I'm gonna have to because I had a solid number two lined up. Uh, oh man, I, I saved me girl and the guy dying girl. You took Heather's from me. God, yeah. Damn why don't you guys it. do a trade? Do a trade. Actually, oh no, you saved it. You didn't actually. I didn't take it. No, I didn't take it. Well, just just say you'll pick it now and then you'll trade it back to Jack. Oh, even though God you could have just damn it, it, deleting so this from my. <laughs> This deleting Heather's from my list is destroying my heart now. God damn it. Um, All righty, cool. I guess I have to start from scratch here. Uh, 
Alrighty, so in drama, I'll take yeah. another link later film before sunrise. Oh, okay. Double oh. dip over here. Oh, that was a Sundance? I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. I'll trade you. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I don't think I've ever gotten a tilt out of you quite like this in a draft, so yeah, I definitely want to enjoy the, it. The, the, the tilt is real there. When I play when I play to win rather than, you know, with my heart. <laughs> all right. I guess in, all right. In flex. Now I have no choice. I can't do this movie because no one's going to fucking vote for it or no one even knows what it is. So sorry, David Lynch. I can't choose lost highway. <laughs> um, I would play a Sunday as well. I'm going to go with Donnie Darko. Nice. Nice. God. Yeah. I kind of was on my list either. I, my research wasn't as good as I thought. I guess. <clears throat> God, that's all right. This is this. This is destroying me. Mm. All right. Uh. uh well, I. What categories do you have left, Dave? I have comedy and doc. Okay. But comedy, I have. You could take whatever. I have like six. So. All right. Well, I've pushed my cards by keeping it off for so long, so I might as well just go on and take it. Uh, in the category of Grand Jury Prize, one that Dave and I were talking off the line, pleasantly surprised him to see won the award. Leander on the Dying Girl. Yeah, look, mm. stayed there. Incredible winner. Just for you. <laughs> Heartbroken. And Hunter, your la- last two, two picks, right? Two. Yeah, I got three more. Okay. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I don't have blockbuster, documentary, or action. So, um, I'm very curious where you're going to I'm blockbuster. Guessing, uh, well, yeah, yeah. There's not a whole lot actually. Um, again, I don't believe it. Does what we do in the shadows count as documentary? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's mockumentary. I know, I know, but it's a documentary of a for effort, my friend. A for yeah, effort. no, okay, I, I. It was a problem where it only counted in comedy, and I was gonna take in Bruges over it. So that's there's a few movies I really want in my lineup, but like they just don't fit in the good enough categories. Okay, um, okay, so we'll take blockbuster in case maybe you don't take it. Um, uh, Little Miss Sunshine. I'm gonna take oh, that one. Damn it! Oh uh, wow, that was Sundance. Interesting. Damn, yeah, that was. I that's def- like before Coda. That was the Sundance one. They like they 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 prided themselves on. Oh wow! I definitely still do did, did my homework there. Good pick. Yeah. Good pick. Yeah. So it was Get Out, and then I think it was Saw. Well, no, I wasn't gonna pick Saw actually, but The Little Miss Sunshine was my second blockbuster. So I'm okay with that. How much did that okay. make? A lot, it actually. Did? Like, yeah, it was like. Now I gotta look it up. It was over fifty. I know that for an absolute mm-hmm. fact. But it was like it was a lot more than I thought it did actually. Uh, let me pull it up. It made. Oh, $60 million. Okay. okay. So that is, but it made $100 million worldwide for that movie. That's crazy. Okay. Um, okay. So I have action and documentary. I don't think Jack's taking a third documentary on it. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Jack, Jack's I, a wild card. I, 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 got, I, got my, I got my two. My two you got, two. yeah. Dave does, doesn't have one yet, but I'm not too worried about this. So I'm going to go action. 
It did play at Sundance. I looked it up, and I don't know how I remember this, but it did The Raid 2. Yeah, that was my other action pick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And this one was very happy because it's the only one list because I didn't prepare it. I was like, oh, shit, if they take that, then I'm really screwed. Then I'm going to have to do some deep research real quick because I don't remember. So I'll take The Raid 2, so I'm happy with that one. All right, Jack. Uh, Oh, shit. The fucking... Little Miss Sunshine was my Oscar winner, so I'm going to have to do a little research in that regard. In the meantime... uh, There's a lot of Oscar nominees, though, that I still want on my team, but I can't take them now. Uh, So I'll just do... I have horror left along with Oscar nom. So horror, I will take The Babadook. Okay. There we go. It was between... We've all got that. It was between that and It Follows for me. Oh, yeah. I was only scared of Dave, really, I think, in that regard, but I had a feel it. I kind of had an idea of where he'd be going, but I was really... Alrighty. Alrighty, so comedy, for me, it's between two, since um, go with my heart. Both of these are my heart. Uh, one of them is my second favorite A24 film, and the other is a film that launched a career of someone that I adore and there's a reason that this site exists. So, uh, bu- 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 but you, you're taking them with your last pick, though. That's not that great. second to last pick. Oh yeah, yeah. Doc will be last. Uh, God damn it! You know what? Yeah, screw it. I'm gonna go with Clerks in comedy for nice. Yeah. For 1994. Okay. Yeah. And um. Uh, you know what? Screw it. In documentary, I'm just going to go with last year. My favorite documentary from last year, Lucy and Desi. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. I was I was like, the one? Okay, thank you. Okay. All right, all right. I know what you're... I, th- I think I know where you're going. Cause that... well, once you said last year, I was like, yeah. fuck! <laughs> oh, Navalny? No, I was going to... I'm picking Somersole. Oh, okay, yeah, true, yeah. true. Which, hey, it, if Jack wants to take it right now, he can. If you want to take another one? That's fine. Yeah. I've already played my hand, but I, I already announced my it. Other, yeah. My so. other option was 7852, the Hitchcock. Uh, I, I yeah. don't even know. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, now that rings power. I was like, I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, is it is it me now? Yep, you're, you're up. All right. So I just learned that this played at the Sundance Film Festival. So... Ooh. That and in my final category for Oscar nominee, and if I'm correct, I believe it was Oscar winner, Cinema Paradiso. That played oh. at Sundance. Yeah. yeah. God uh, damn yeah. it! Oh, it man. did. Yeah, that took I think great it was like pick. A part of a tu- it was a part of a tour, but it was it was an official pick. So I guess great pick. I would definitely pick that. And Ed Hunter, Hunter, the last to finish it up. Yeah, my last pick. Well, Summer Soul. Then I already I already announced it, so the, the, it's kind of deflated there. Summer Soul, the documentary. So, uh, yeah, uh, people have heard of that one. People know it. People like it. It won the damn Oscar. It'll be a, it, it, if it's a swinging vote, I'd be happy. I wouldn't think so though. Yeah, I think this will be a fun little poll to see where it goes. Uh, I I I I'm gonna um if people are listening to this podcast, sure they'll know. But I. Um, make a motion that the names of each list be, are anonymous so there's no bias Ooh. in terms of who they're picking so like team a team b team c you know kind of thing i think i i think i that's like an th- that's an interesting idea yeah just 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 to see because you know unless unless they're voting for me on name value alone then sure then yes but 
I don't. I doubt that. That's an interesting thought. I will put, take into yeah. consideration. And then Oof. if I don't win based on this, we can go back to names. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to to but just, just to, you know, be a fun thing. I think it would be fun just to, so people like just would say, or I I want them to, I want them to criticize or or try to guess which lineup because obviously Jack has Heather's. I'm thinking everyone's gonna think that's Dave's lineup just now based with, on that. But now with not with, not with now with or Lucy, that, that, now with Lucy and Desi yeah, but, on a list. That, oh, that, that's <laughs> true. That's true. You yeah. did, you did show your card there, but like, but yeah, that's true. Heather's and being Earl and Dying Girl, kind of, yeah. And then Saw yeah, so, and American Psycho are not a Hunter and Jack pick either. True, true. I've yeah. seen both, but I wouldn't. I wasn't gonna pick them. Um, but no, that that's an interesting idea. I may do that. Uh, Obviously, if you've listened to this podcast before you vote, good on you because then you've really done your research before you vote, so you don't have to. You don't. You, you don't have to. You know, you'll just you know. Anonymous. You'll um, just know. But to recap, uh, I'll go first. In Grand Jury, I picked Whiplash, Blockbuster, Saw, Action, Reservoir Dogs, Horror, American Psycho, Oscar nominee, Boyhood, Drama, Before Sunrise, Flex, Donnie Darko, Comedy, Clerks, and Doc, Lucy, and Desi. Jack. In Blockbuster, Get Out, Action, I Saw the Devil. Documentary Hoop Dreams and Flex Won't You Be My Neighbor. Drama Fruitvale Station. Comedy Heathers. Grand Jury Me and Earl the Dying Girl. Horror The Babadook and Oscar nominate an Oscar nominee Cinema Paradiso. Awesome. And Hunter. Uh first pick Drama The Father. Uh Hereditary for Horror. Uh Manchester by the Sea Oscar nominee. Memento was Flex. In Bruges was comedy. Uh, Minari, Grand Jury Prize winner, Little Miss Sunshine, Blockbuster, The Raid 2, uh, Action, and Summer Soul Documentary. Awesome. There's still a lot left on this draft board. Yeah, so some of oh, the yeah. stuff before we like before we go, like uh, since I had so many on my list, some of the stuff that didn't get drafted from my personal list, I had Blood Simple, yep. Hard A, like I mentioned, Chasing Amy, Love and Basketball, Hustle and Flow, Dope. Bottle Rocket, Reality Bites, Napoleon Dynamite, which that for was some, on mine. Yeah, uh, the Big Sick, Eighth Grade, uh, seventy-eight oh, fifty-two. Holy shit! I didn't yeah, even have Eighth I, Grade I, on I there. Oh, that. I, oh I, man, that I was the that, I would have picked that. That yeah. was what. Damn it! That's where I decided between Eighth Grade and Clerks. Well, I, that was. Oh, I, I see. I adore it. I, I adore Eighth Grade. Um, I'm close. Uh, Lost Highway and Raw. Were the ones on my list that uh, were not drafted. Uh, the Blair Witch Project was on there. What We Do in the Shadows. Call Me by Your Name. Uh, I did shock. Have my mix. Shock one no, of you guys didn't get it. I it considered was, it my Oscar nominee. It, only, it was only in drama and Oscar nominee where I was like, The Father is my drama and Oscar nominee is Manchester by the Sea where I was like, ah, it, and then Memento was fucked because I just wanted it. So it was, like, it was like fifth place on like every category. And I was like, well, oh, just didn't read. The usual suspects, but I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want a Bride Singer movie on my lineup yeah. right now. Or a Kevin Spacey one. I was like, I don't need it. <laughs> Same as what I asked before the podcast, does films from the U.S. Film Festival count, which is the name of Sundance before, because Hannah and her sisters mm. premiered there mm-hmm. in 1986, but I didn't want a Woody Allen film on my lineup. No matter how much I love that movie, I'm like, yeah, we don't need that. Uh, and it, Judas and the Black Messiah as well, I had oh. on there, but it, it same as Call Me by Your Name. It was just fourth place on all my categories, and I just I it didn't get down to it. For sure, green room, green room was hovering yeah. around some of my genres. True. Mm-hmm. 
but no, that wraps up this week's episode. This was actually a fun draft uh, and a great discussion. Yeah. Uh, you'll see the podcast um, up this week and the poll as well up this week. We will be back in on Super Bowl Sunday, actually. So we'll be off Ooh. next Sunday. We'll be off. We'll be back the twelfth, where we are going to start the month of drafts. Yeah, this is this is the preseason. So now we're going to get into the decades of drafts. So Hunter gets first crack. The way we did it is each one of us picked a decade and we're going to draft that decade. So Hunter gets first crack. And on February 12th, we will be drafting the 1990s, which is deep. I mean, every decade's deep, but like there was all there's a lot to go through on that one. Then the following week, we're going to be drafting the 1970s, which I chose. And then finishing it off with Jack, we're going to be drafting the 1950s. I like I like the distance between each of ours. We, yeah. we at least plan that out. No, I don't think we're going to do the 30s. Not as deep of a lineup. There's, maybe, there's enough. Maybe combine the 30s and 40s. I think maybe, we could get yeah. something done with the 30s and 40s. That, you, then that, yeah, then there's a dump. But, as, many, as many chances to talk about Kong on this podcast, I will true. gladly take. But the real... Once you get to the ninth pick in the thirties, it gets a little. You know, <laughs> like, I like, if people if people seeing these movies, blockbuster thirties. I was I was gonna say the 30s, oh, there's enough action, I guess. The, the realization is that if we do a thirties and forties draft, you're gonna get like ten votes between the three of us because yeah. no one's seen any of these movies. Probably <laughs> it'll be a very top heavy draft. For Seriously, two three movies, which it would be fun because like obviously, who the hell has done that on a podcast? So it'd be it would be fun to do. Honestly, it would be. <laughs> I'm done but, to give it a shot. Yeah, maybe, maybe. All right, well, put on the, the I'll, list. I'll add it to this, yeah. But yeah, that'll be fun. Before we go, Jack and Hunter, plug what you got going on, Jack. Yeah, so you can find all of us over on the League of Cinephiles as well as me and Dave on the Chop Talk 80s Horror Podcast. And if you want to see what I have to say about movies, you can look me up on Letterboxd. Hunter. You can find me at thecinemadispatch.com or my Instagram account. Just getting through all the Sundance movies I saw. And then we got Knock at the Cabin this week. On Tuesday, I'll be watching that. So reviews for all of that coming soon. The Critic Circle, we got our Best of Year Awards coming in about a week. So everyone hopefully is getting down, watching the final movies they need to before they start voting. So very uh, optimistic on what our Best Picture lineup and everything will be this year. Awesome. And then you can find me at the cinematic com. Uh, you can find my work on Rotten Tomatoes. I will finally, you'll be catching about 10 Sundance reviews in the next couple of days online on the site. And mm-hmm. I will finally be back to screening in New York in February with Ant-Man. So you'll be on the yeah. lookout for that. So you see a, you see a Monday. I see a Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> Elitists. <laughs> it's how it's how it's how it goes. That's the New York versus Minnesota difference, obviously. But yeah, no. Until next time, as Jack Hunter and I continue to bring you some cinematic. Dec-